So someone says something and it feels like the same kind of situation that I was in when I was seven. So I react just like I did when I was seven. I run away, I hide, I have a temper tantrum, I, you know, yell and scream, I, you know, whatever it was that created the ability to survive at seven, sometimes at 37 and 47 and 57, we're still falling back to those same techniques, even though we're not seven. Everyone, welcome to Authentic Conversations. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. That's right. So what are we going to talk about today, Susan? You know, I think we we still need to focus on because there's so much chaos going on, right? There's so much dysregulation in the world. Like, how are we regulating, right? What are, what part are we doing? Like, it's all about like, 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 maybe unlike. It's all about the response versus reaction, right? And it's not just response versus reaction um, in the words that come out of your mouth but it's in the body language. It's how you set yourself up. Sometimes our bodies respond to things in such a way that we don't really understand. You know, when we get that feeling in the pit of our stomach or the, um, you know, kind of that nervous energy jolting through the body, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, right? First of all, we know, let's go back to what we know. We know that our thoughts will trigger the response in the body, right? And it's a response or a reaction, depending on the type of thought. So if the thought is provoking or fear-based, right, we're, we're more prone to react to that. And the reaction comes from, so there's a, a mental response, there's a, a speaking or verbal response, and there's a physical response to whatever it is that we feel like we're being threatened by. But where all of that really comes from is our history, right? So at a point in time in our history, we had an experience that kind of embedded this reaction. So someone says something and it feels like the same kind of situation that I was in when I was seven. So I react just like I did when I was seven. I run away, I hide, I have a temper tantrum, I, you know, yell and scream, I, you know, whatever it was that created the ability to survive at seven, sometimes at 37 and 47 and 57, we're still falling back to those same techniques, even though we're not seven. So the reason I bring this up is because we're in this holiday season and we're in this, um, you know, kind of this darkness right now, we just, we just bridged, you know, we're starting to get lighter, but you know, it's the darkest time of the year. And, you know, it's really hard to, to find sometimes the joy we say, you know, happy holidays and Merry Christmas and, you know, happy Hanukkah and happy new year. And, you know, there's kind of this implied thing that, 
everybody needs to be happy. It's not necessarily seeking happy, but how about peace or comfort or supported, right? So how do we move away from the false notion that, oh, it's, you know, Christmas in a couple of days and I should be rejoicing when really there's so much, you know, there, there's so much chaos. I mean, you know, just economic, um, economic pressures, there is, you know, social pressures, there is coming off pandemics, there's, you know, health related pressures, um, you know, so it's really hard to, you know, to, to necessarily find that happy. So I think it's more about finding that contentment. So going back to just the triggers, right? There's lots of triggers coming at us, whether it's like we overspent because it's Christmas and we're supposed to, or, you know, whether we, you know, we feel like we have to entertain and go big or, or not at all, or even it's so crazy social media, which of course we're part of, you know, puts out these ridiculous, what, hot cocoa charcuterie boards and these things that all look so fine and fancy. And, you know, it's like society is setting us up for failure. Social media is setting us up for failure. You know, we don't have to do all those things. All of those things weren't important before and they're not important now. Sure, it's nice and, you know, it's great. Someone takes seven hours to set it up and gets professional lighting and, you know, has 37 sponsors. Fine, if that's their thing. But that doesn't mean the rest of us have to buy in or dig in. So ignore the external pressures and focus on what it is that brings you joy. So let's not be so quick to react to things like when we were seven, but let's find a, a pause and a, and a response that feels good for us. That was a lot in a little. Feel like I, was, I feel like I'm a little all over the place today, but hey, you know, it is what it is. And maybe it's just all of those feelings. You know, there's a lot involved with hosting, a, trust. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. During this season, you know, there's a lot coming at us. And I love the fact that you said, you know, there's just these expectations, one that it comes from outside and the ones that we put in ourselves. Um, as a parent, you think, you know, you have to make Christmas this perfect, perfect image. Meanwhile, you know, you're putting yourself through the biggest stress of the year. And it's taking that pause and saying, am I being actively connected with my kids? Am I being right there in this moment with them? Or is it all about this material stuff that's just, they open a gift and then they go, okay, what's next? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, two weeks from now, are they still going to be engaged with it or interested in it? And, you know, this last minute running out and, you know, padding the numbers and, you know, making the pile look big. You know, kids want what adults want. They want to feel connected right? This whole comparison thing that we do straight from social media to, you know, I mean, you know, who's going to put their new car or their new boat on social media with a big bow on it? Who's going to put like, it's okay. Good for them. Don't make what's 
them about you. Yeah. You know, and we teach our children, you know, not to count the number of gifts that each sibling has to make sure that it's fair. How about, you know, how about just trusting that we're teaching them to be grateful to have been able to not only receive, but to learn how to give, mm -hmm. but to learn how to give. You know, I have a granddaughter, she's three and uh, we made gifts the other day. So we, you know, we got the, the glue out and we got the popsicle sticks out and we got the stuff out and, you know, I mean, fabulous. So she wanted to put them all in envelopes. So how to find envelopes big enough. And, you know, she put them all in envelopes and, you know, we wrote whose they were and, and like, she's saving them. She's like, nope. You know, I said, where's those envelopes? She goes, I have them safe, Grammy, but not for yet for Christmas. You know, daddy, you can't have yours yet. It's for Christmas. The joy of giving, the joy of giving as much as the joy of receiving. And that's balance, right? That's that's a true relationship. When you feel like you're, you know, in a in a relationship where you're receiving as well as giving, then then that's authentic. We want to talk about authentic. Absolutely, and it's not, I love the fact that it's handmade, which is the other thing. You know, it's the gift that something that you put a thought into. Now that you just went to the store and picked up the next thing that you think is what the person wants. Most of the time, a person really just wants something very simple, maybe like a cutting board. <laughs> or your attention. Or your attention. Or the eye wants to understand the idea that you, you know, that, that you're thinking of them, that you're paying attention to who they really are and getting them you know, that one thing that's unique and special. I mean, it may be a photograph of the family. It might be, a, you know, a capture of something. It's, it's human connection. Giving and receiving is a form of human connection. And we all know, back to universal laws, how important connecting, you know, with ourselves and connecting with others can be. So... What are the tools that we can use? I mean, we're very close to Christmas. The energy is already done, you know, out the window. Yeah, well, you may not hear this till your New Year's party, you might so that's okay. And and you may not hear this till your Valentine's stuff, and you may not hear it till next Christmas, and that's all fine too, but it's all seeds planted. And it's not just about the holidays. It's about the idea of giving and receiving. So zero expectations is number one. Don't be disappointed by others responses or reactions to what yours you know what what you're offering that is heartfelt don't don't attach to the outcome don't expect anything so the gratitude is in the joy of receiving something right and remember that behind the gift, whether it's the ugliest thing you've ever seen, or it's the, you know, like, what the heck am I going to use this for? Or, oh, good. Another dust collector. It's not that, right? It is the fact that that person took the time to choose to select to, and, and that that very thing reminded them of you. 
in some way, shape or form. So find the uniqueness in, in the value of that connection with that person. It's never about the things. It's never about the things. So no expectations, you know, no, um, you know, no disappointments, no expectations, no disappointments. You know, you, you get to choose how you label. So we use the word gratitude and grateful. And I know it's overused this time of year. It should be overused every time of the year, right? Because the more grateful we are that people went out of their way and took their time, no matter what their token is, it's the thought and effort behind the token. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's the thought and effort behind the token. So whatever you already have, you know, whatever people have gifted you, it's, it's, you know, gratitude for having those people in your life that care enough to show up with something. Fruitcake. Yes. And that's it, guys. We are hoping that this makes it out, right? Um, a little bit after the holidays, I'm sure it's not going to be out tomorrow. Um, but you know, we, we want to thank you all for the gift that you give us all year round by listening to our podcast. We're grateful for the fact that you either take the time to listen to us, um, share our content, and that you show up um, just as well as you, Susan, that shows up too. So thank you, Susan. Thank you, Amaryllis. Much gratitude.